Hello, my friend. Welcome back to Squidge the Podcast. And on today's episode, we are going back in time to a time where things were chaotic as heck. And what I'm going to be doing today is sharing a post that I had made in regards to how I was feeling during the pandemic because I think there are some nuggets of wisdom that will still apply to us now because even though we believe that we're through COVID, obviously there's it's still happening and obviously the height of um, you know the Black Lives Matter movement, it's still going on. Um, but the immediacy that was there that we all like kind of funneled our energy into surviving like these really big collapses that were happening in our world, I feel we're now at a new place, but it's still as overwhelming. Like we're trying to distract from the trauma that we experienced in those last few years. Uh, at least this has been my experience, but the people I've also talked to seem to be experiencing a similar thing. And so I figured that this would be a good time to remind you just to breathe. And so I'm going to be sharing with you a blog post I had written. The date on it is August 4th, 2020, and it's called The Importance of Breathing. And this is when I personally had gotten all caught up in everything that was going on and I just needed some time away. And so, yeah, I'm going to share that with you because I think, like I said, there are some nuggets of wisdom within that that can help us at this stage, even if things maybe don't feel as um the best way to think of it is kind of like uh like a heartbeat right like if we look at the heartbeat of 2020 there was a lot of really sharp spikes of our heartbeat um when things got really intense and then they die off and then really intense and then they die off and lately I feel like we've been like a really low blood pressure where it's not as intense um there's not intense spikes but it's still really heavy stuff and so we're almost languishing and kind of checked out and trying to distract ourselves from the trauma that we experienced um, starting in 2020. And yeah, and so I think it's important for us to like get back to being humans again and not, and I think a big part of that has to do with that 2020 and the collapse of a lot of systems basically brought with it this breath of fresh air for our minds and our bodies and our relationships and we were able to realize what we have been missing because our heads were down doing the work hustling to make the money and buy the things and do do that but then all of a sudden it came to a stop and so our minds now know that even though the world or society wants us to go back to hustle culture, our minds know that there is a different way and there's a, di- a different way of existing that was in some ways more pleasurable, uh, more fulfilling, you know, when either we banded together or we, um, you know, set out to make other people happy or we created things in order to cheer people up. Like we were, a lot of us were giving to the world and so that gave us fulfillment in that time. And we realized like, this is it, this is what I wanna do, but then, Obviously, capitalism doesn't work like that. And it's like, okay, now you got to get back to work, work your 12-hour days, your 18-hour days, make that money, buy the things, and get back to work. And then all of a sudden, we 
lost our ability to have the time to create things, to come up with ideas, to play, to be creative with the constraints we were given based on lockdown and so on. And I think a lot of us are struggling with that. At least I am. And the people that I talk to and coach, I know that they as well have been experiencing this. And so, yeah. So this is a long-winded way of saying this post, I think, even though it was written in 2020, still has relevancy to now. Okay. So, yeah. So after the little breaky break here, uh, we're just going to jump right into me reading the post. Welcome to Squidge, the place for conversations about confronting the squidgy feelings that make us want to cry, cringe, quit, and create chaos. It's in this squidgy space that we can choose to either empower ourselves to move closer to our authenticity or revert back to our old ways of thinking and being. My name is Terry Hofford, and as a body image educator, creative podcaster, and author, I am no stranger to experiencing squidginess in both my personal and professional life. And I'm so excited to have you here as I bring you episodes featuring my own experiences with the squidge while also introducing you to some of my amazing friends who have empowered themselves through their own squidginess to achieve great things. From topics ranging from body image to entrepreneurship to motherhood to travel, there is something here for anyone who is, well, human. The Importance of Breathing, August 4th, 2020. Towards the end of last week, I was feeling snippy. I had less tolerance for people online and definitely for the people closest to me. I was forgetting things, I was getting overwhelmed, and that's when I saw the sign. I needed to breathe. I needed to step away to somewhere new where I could recenter, so I headed off to my mom's cabin in Lactibani. The last month was a trying time to say the least. COVID, Black Lives Matter, the implosion of the boudoir industry's biggest community for which I played a part in the dismantling. Rebuilding a community to fill the vacuum of our industry, managing the rescheduling of clients, leading my everybody's education crew and doing my best to lead by example and encourage high vibration thinking and behavior during the chaos. Putting out fires online and of course, managing my close personal relationships. One of my strengths is the power to persevere and not only push forward, but also lead the charge to bring people with me. One of my weaknesses, however, is that I forget that that is not a sustainable way of existing, and that is what brought me to this past weekend. I knew I had nothing left to give. I was all talked out. I had no more thoughts. I needed to lead myself. I needed to rest. I needed to fill up my cup with reading and napping. I needed water, sun, nature, and trees. I needed to just breathe. To be an entrepreneur is a great blessing, but like anything else, it comes with its detriments. And one of those is that the same skill set that makes me good as a business owner, passion pursuer, is the same skill set that will be the downfall of me as a human. Working hard is a fantastic skill to have, but when it starts to impact your health mentally and physically, it's time to take a step back and reevaluate the return on investment. One of the biggest myths about entrepreneurship is that you will reach a destination. There is no end game. There is only the game. 
And in order to play the game, you need to build a sustainable strategy, one that includes preventative measures like taking time away from the internet and the grind. If you want to live this kind of life forever, or at least for a little bit. If we keep running the marathon as though it is a sprint, we are going to end up injured, exhausted, and losing all desire for why we started in the first place. Now, I'm the type of person that needs to be strict on the self-care routine because I know no one else is going to do it for me. No one is going to come and pull me away from my desk for my mandatory two 15-minute breaks and one-hour lunch. No one is going to tell me to go home and come back with fresh eyes in the morning because even when I do go home, my brain is still constantly thinking about work. This is why it's important to love what you do because you're going to be thinking about it all the time. So when my hips start to get stiff, I need to notice it and address it, but I don't. When my mouth is parched and I start to feel fatigued, I need to grab another bottle of water, but I don't. Because just one more picture happens many times over. The hard thing is while I know I need to be strict on it, it still falls to the wayside. But this year is different, partially thanks to COVID. Once I was forced away from my traditional way of working feverishly, I was able to clearly see what life I had been living. In fact, I asked my husband, like, do you ever see me? When I realized I spent almost every day at the studio, and when I wasn't at the studio, I was traveling. I never rested, I rarely took time off, and while the benefits of this hard work were an improved bank account, a long list of clients and accolades for getting so much done in a 24-hour period, I most certainly never stopped to breathe on the regular. And it showed. It showed in my body. Stiffness resides in most of my joints, and while I do not mind it, the weight gain has been noticeable over the last year. It's important for me to note that while many of you may think the weight gain is the result of me being unhealthy from an exercise or eating standpoint, it actually has more to do with an increase in stress and the fact that I'm pretty sure my cortisol levels have been on a constant high for the last three years. Stress causes many of the same conditions that people think weight causes. And the thing is, it's not my body's fault. My body's trying to keep me alive. It's doing what it's meant to do. Weight gain isn't the problem. The circumstances that create the weight gain, on the other hand, are. It shows in my finances. When you grow your business, you think you get to a place where you start making more money. And while this is true, you also usually start to spend more money because you're growing. And also, at that point, I hadn't really figured out my money mindset. It shows in my emotional capacity. I cry easier, I sleep less soundly, my tolerance is lower, particularly for those I love, and I have less energy to hold space for those who need it. When I look at the toll that running a business in sprint mode has had on my body, it's hard for me to say that it was worth it. I'm thankful that I not only have patient family and friends, but that nothing drastic happened to cause me to have regrets about not spending time with them. Seeing all of this from the outside, I could see that it was no way to continue living. It is a way to continue working, but not living. And I want to live. So when I noticed the old familiar symptoms of overwork and overwhelm starting to creep up, I knew if anything was to change, I needed to pay attention before it got too far. Just like when you feel a cold coming on, you guzzle the orange juice, chow down on some vitamins, up your water intake, and try to head it off at the pass. I knew I needed to do the same thing with my mental health. 
When I was in my positive psychology class, we learned about this figure eight method to determine where you are in a period of overwork and action, or in a period of too much complacency and underwork, and to pay attention to the signs before it becomes a problem. Previously, if I felt overwhelmed and like something was wrong, I thought it meant I needed to work harder, faster, and just pile it on, hence why I burned out in 2018. Instead, at the first sign of overwork, I need to kick myself into a period of no action so I can replenish, refresh, and then be ready to get back to action. This is exactly what this weekend provided. So why am I telling you this? Because I want you to notice this in yourself, even if you aren't an entrepreneur. I want you to learn to pay attention to the signs and symptoms that tell you that you're in a period of overwork or a period of overcomplacency, because this can also lead to stress. Uh, there is a little ebook you can download for free that's on my website and the link for that is going to be in the show notes here so you can download it to fill out your own figure eight thing this will help give you the steps to take to figure it out and start kind of getting it a hold on what these symptoms for stress are for yourself if you have a place to go where you can kick yourself off the internet and just be by yourself, immerse yourself in nature, or have a safe place to yourself to nap and recuperate your body, self, and business, well, thank you immensely for it. I intend to continually hone my self-awareness of my symptoms, and I urge you to do the same until your breaks are just as scheduled as everything else in your life, and it's non-negotiable. So on that note, I want to encourage you to push your shoulders back, Lift your chest and chin. Inhale through your nose for a count of four. And out for a count of six. And repeat as many times as necessary. So that, my friends, is that. That is the whole uh, blog post that I had written in regards to getting back to our true selves. And now this, again, I wrote this in 2020. And one of the things I've noticed since 2020, and now we're in 2023, that even three years later, or approximately three years later, my brain still wants to argue with me about taking breaks and resting and removing myself from having to produce or be productive and the whole experience for myself from November up until you know April has been about me to just do the things that bring me joy and light me up and you know keep the business running in the background but ultimately live a life again and I'm no stranger to that voice in the back of my head saying you're not contributing enough. You need to be doing more. You don't deserve da-da-da. And all of this guilt tripping trying to happen because of my preconditioning to get my validation for my productivity. I mean, my favorite thing to say is, you know, when I've been driving 200 miles an hour, going 100 feels really fucking slow, but it's still really fast. Uh, and yeah, so I think it's really important for us to stop. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it is going to be summer. Well, hopefully <laughs> it's going to be warmer at least. And I want you to spend time outside. I want you to go for a walk. I want you to feel the sun on your skin or the rain on your skin. I want you to go on tiny little road trips with friends and I want you to explore 
uh, if you're a photographer, take your camera on a city photo walk. Go do some street photography. I want you to put your headphones in and go to a park and lay in the grass and look up at the clouds. I want you to have a picnic with a friend. I want you to sit in the back of your car with the tailgate open, uh, watching the sunset. I want you to experience life instead of just working for it. And I know that's easier said than done because our the world that we live in, especially in North America, is hell-bent on making us pay for our right to exist. But I think part of my job is to encourage people to find life again by finding purpose in the work that they do and the way that they do the things and not... And to realize that you don't have to work, like, work to exist. Like, that's not, you don't have to deserve to be here. You deserve to be here because you're here. That's it. That's the end of this, the end of the line. And I know it feels like our governments definitely aren't on board with believing this. But on a humanity level, I think most people would believe this to be true. And so I want to encourage you, even if you're not able to obviously take a full day off and go do certain things, is just remember to find a time in every single day where you stop and breathe and just remember where you are, remember what it means to be human. It's too easy to get lost in it, in it otherwise. Okay? So that is my encouragement to you, my friends, on this lovely day. So I hope this was beneficial for you. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. We're going to have a few more episodes, but then we're going to take a break for the month of June because I'm going to be traveling for about the entire month, basically. And um, then I'll report back once uh, once that is done. So we'll probably have about two more episodes and then on a hiatus for a little bit. And then we'll come back after that. So stay tuned for the next episode and I'll see you then. Bye. Oh my gosh. I hope that episode left you with some delicious info and action steps to take to help you move through your squidgy feelings. I would love it if you could like, share, and leave a review as it helps other people find this content. In addition to that, I'm excited to tell you about the Patreon membership where our members go to get even more good stuff. I'm talking challenges, weekly posts, images that have never been seen, and a little FaceTime from yours truly. Of course, with a focus on mindset, body image, and creativity, we are going to get into all the squidginess about what it means to be a human. You can check out the different membership options at patreon.com forward slash Terry Hofford, as well as at the link in the show notes.